0: I feel like what the Lord is saying is that there's quite a bit, of, a big number in this room right now that's discouraged, uh, that thought this year would be different than what it's been so far, that you've run into problems either with relationships, with finances, with health, um, with jobs. I just feel like that there's a lot of discouragement, a lot of hopelessness, and I feel like God wants to remove... Uh, that heavy weight that you'll either feel like on your shoulders or on your heart and that you will be able to think clearly. I think a lot of people are struggling to be able to process things and to be able to identify things. So what I'm going to have happen is we're just going to put on some worship music and I want you guys to come forward if that's you and just line up, you know, this way, worship the Lord during music and the ministry team will come around and lay hands on you. Um, And if that's not you, I encourage you to stay engaged because there's more things that the Lord wants to do this morning. Um, But I just feel like the Lord says to come forward. You know, I feel like that even me bringing it up, it resonated with people's hearts, but the enemy is going to try to keep you seated down and not moving forward for prayer. Because he doesn't want you to be free. So it takes courage to come forward. And so at this time, if we could just start the music. And I'm going to pray over us all. And then I encourage you just to come forward and um, let the Lord love on you. So Jesus, we thank you that you remove our burdens. That your burden is light. That you love us. That you desire us. Lord, that you remove the mountains before us, that you heal our hearts. I just speak forth clarity of mind in this room, the demonic stronghold of confusion and feeling blank, not being able to process. I just command that to go right now in Jesus' name. I speak forth life into this room. I speak forth finances into this room. Speak restoration of relationships, family members, business partners, business relationships, a breakthrough, Lord. Right now, in the name of Jesus, that heaviness on the hearts would lift off, that they would soar like an eagle, that they would feel you lifting them higher. Holy Spirit, I just ask you to come into this room, and to bring peace, and to bring comfort. In Jesus' name, amen. If you guys are getting ministered to, keep being ministered to. What we're going to do for just a couple minutes, I'll have Aaron and Mary come forward. Betty, if you want to come forward, we're going to prophesy over some people. Okay. So uh, if we get somebody's name, we'll just call it out. You guys can come on up. Remember, we prophesy in part, we know in part. So when we prophesy, we're just asking Jesus What his heart is for you, what he has given you, how he feels about you. You know, it's supposed to encourage you. It says that the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. So it should testify about who Jesus is. So I don't know the the guy's name. The guy in the beard? uh, No, second row. Yep. Chris. All right. Chris, I feel like the Lord says you're a Joseph, that you're a man who he can entrust much to, that you have an administrative ability, a prophetic ability, you understand finances. I feel like the Lord is going to be opening up doors for you to reach different people, and I even felt like different nations. I feel like the Lord is so proud of who you are and the way you lead with humility and tenderness. I feel like he calls you Timothy that you're very teachable, but you have the authority of the Lord. And I feel like he just says, remember your prophetic words, just as Paul said that to Timothy. I just feel like the Lord's saying that over you, that it's a season of you entering into more of those prophetic words that have been spoken over your life.
1: So you've you've chosen to sit in the middle, and we accept you. As part of our heart, we uh, we welcome you, but uh, the Lord has led you to the center, and we uh, we know that He has great things for you to go out from here, but to come back again, we bless you.
0: Good. I'm really bad with names, so the lady with like the headband no right here yeah next what's your name right right. (laughs) Betty okay (laughs) Betty I, I feel like the Lord calls you Deborah I feel like he says you're a woman of strength woman of authority that you are an intercessor wherever you go, that you carry the burden of the Lord, that you have the gift of prophecy just like Deborah did, that you will step up in leadership. I see you as the gift of leadership is on you. Uh, I feel like the Lord, I see you like uh, gathering people under you and you treating them like your children, even though they're not. I feel like you have this mother heart that God just sees, and it just, like the picture I have of him right now, Is him crying, but in a good way, just because how much you reveal his love to others. I just feel like he's blessing you. Um, I feel like it's a season of singing. I just feel like he says, sing for freedom. I just feel like that you are going to sing and things are going to move, that the Lord is shifting things in your life. He's closing doors and opening doors, but your heart is staying steady towards him. And he's saying, she's not afraid. She's not afraid. I am with her.
2: Um, that weight that would be would not be entangled that you would be released from any weight that is wants to try to entangle you and that um you don't have to worry about your age or about anything you've done or anything that you can do it's it's him in you it's his strength
0: Okay, the young man with the maroon sweater, Isaiah, okay, I feel like the Lord calls you Jeremiah, that you're a young leader, that you're one that hears his voice, for you not to uh, uh, think of your age as something that is, um, doesn't give you authority, I feel like the Lord says he's given you authority, he's put his words in your mouth, he formed you in your mother's womb. You're going to reach people. I see you traveling. I see you um, moving from place to place with the Spirit. And I feel like he's saying that you are a builder, that you're going to build people up. You're going to encourage them. You're going to come in with blueprints. You're going to lay it out for people, and then you're going to keep on going, that you're going to be somebody who's always moving wherever the Lord's telling them to go. I just feel like he's saying he's proud of you. I feel like holiness is going to be one of the things that really impact your life. I feel like the Lord's saying, you are holy, that he's caused holiness to be in you and around you, that you're going to teach people about holiness, you're going to provoke people, men, on how to walk in purity. And I just feel his hands behind your back just leading you at your own pace. And he's saying it's almost time to run. It's almost time to run, son. I feel like that father-son relationship between you and the father is going to be growing in this season. We're going to feel his authority. You're going to feel his trust. And it's going to help you enter into the new season that he has for you.
2: I saw, this, I saw you right away too, Isaiah. I believe that you, um, it's the worship of the Lord. You're a worshiper and that he is your source and you're plugged into him. And all these things that David has said to you are not to be overwhelming. But as you, as you trust in the Lord, as you wait on him, as you worship him, All this falls together, and it's a beautiful picture. Um, I I also, you are also highlighted also, um, before David said it, and that uh, you don't have to um, stand tall. You know, you are a tall person, I can tell. But stand tall and um, don't shy away, shy back from what you believe and what you Feel like what God has called you to. Don't, uh, if you need um, counsel, you know, you can get counsel from the pastors and stuff, but don't don't shy away from what God has called you to.
1: So I would like to ask the men of the church to come and pray for him. Put, lay your hands on him and seal this, that it wouldn't be forgotten, that it wouldn't be lessened. This is uh, a time for us to come together and bless.
0: We release the son's blessing over Isaiah as fathers of this house we ask you to seal the words on his heart, Lord, that not one word would fall to the ground, but it would produce fruit in his life and in others, that you would protect him from the evil one, that he would start fires, Lord, wherever he goes, that he would burn for you. Fires of the Holy Spirit, that he would walk in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, he'd have revelation of your word, We just release that son anointing over him in Jesus' name. So as they're praying, we'll just keep going. Rory, I just feel the Lord saying over you how proud he is of you. I feel like he says that you're a man who's hidden, that has many talents, and that you have this creativity inside of you. You see things that other people don't see. You dream about things that other people don't dream about. I saw like electronics before you, like YouTube or media or something. I just feel like there's some kind of creativity that God's going to be releasing through you, and he's just so happy about the man that you are and the plans he has for you. I just feel like the joy of the Lord is your strength, and I feel like you're going to start feeling joy Of how he feels about you more and more. Because he's, I just, over and over, he's so proud of you. He's just like, tell him how much I love him, tell him how proud I am of him. This is my son in who I'm well pleased. You are his son, and he is pleased with you.
2: Um, I also saw um, you um, when I was sitting down, I think even before the service started, and I was like, who is that guy? And I know you sit there, and I know who you are, but I, I feel like the Lord has done something in your life. I don't know what, but I feel like you're more mature uh, physically. It looks like you're just more whole. I don't know you, but I know where you sit, and you're related to Amber um, and Jeremy. So I just bless you and whatever God is doing in your life, Lord, that you would continue to do a good work in Jesus' name.
0: Tony? Tony, I feel uh, the Lord say it's time to change clothes. I, I feel like the Lord saying that he has better things for you. I feel like it's a season of you letting go of things that you've had and it's a season of you receiving the blessing from the Father. I feel like it's a season where you're going to start doing things that you enjoy even more, that he's going to open up opportunities for you. And I see opportunities as you just running into somebody like a divine appointment and you just sharing the love of Jesus. I just feel like people are going to start being drawn to you even more and more. Um, I feel like he trusts you. I feel like the Lord says, I trust Tony. I trust him to hear my voice. I trust him to speak my word, that you carry a worshiping heart, that all you want to do is worship. And he says, I see it and feel it. And he doesn't know how much that matters to me. And I just feel like it's going to be a season of when you're worshiping him, you're going to start feeling more emotions about how he feels about you in this season.
2: Lord I our Lord <laughs> Michelle uh I just I just thank God for you and um God hears you. He's for you. He wants the best for you and your son and that um you could cast all his burdens all your burdens upon him. I know I don't know everything but I just pray that that you would be released, totally released, and that he is in good hands, your son is. Thank you, Lord.
0: The man on the end with glasses. Yep, what's your name? Chris. Chris, I feel like one of the... I asked One of the things I do is I ask the Lord, like, what Bible character, right? And I felt like he said, Nathaniel, that you're a man with no deceit, that you're a man of truth, a man who follows him, who hears his voice, who understands the word. I just feel like that you carry kind of a teacher anointing to be able to take take things and make them simple for other people to be able to understand. Um, I feel like it's a season of where you're going to feel your hand going out even farther than where you're at. Uh, I feel like your your tent is moving farther. Your, your, your reach of who you're going to speak to or who you're going to impact is growing in this season. Um, I feel like he's saying, set your eyes on things above. I feel like he wants to open up uh, the things of heaven more to you. I think he wants to open up more things of the spirit. And he wants to... Uh, he wants to impact you with it so you can teach others. I just feel like that he's going to be opening up more experiences for you because he loves you, but also because you, you're able to share it with others.
1: So this is, this is for all of us. It's no mistake that you're here today. God has spoken to each one of you in one way or another, and uh, we can't put that aside. Lord, we say yes to you, yes today, yes tomorrow, and we ask each other to encourage us to remind each one that yes, we were here for a purpose today. Lord, thank you for bringing us together. Thank you for keeping us together. And thank you
0: for giving us a future and a hope. I'm going to end with one more, and then we'll be we'll, we can be done. The lady in the way back on the end. Sydney, with the hat. Sydney, okay. Sydney, I feel like Stanley. Okay. Stanley. (laughs) So what I feel over you is that the Lord... Loves you so much. I feel like he's saying that you, um, this past season might have been kind of hard, and that he's been with you, that he's for you, that he's healing your heart. He's speaking into your, your emotions. He's going to unlock uh, a, deeper, a deeper well inside of you. You have a well of joy. You have a well of friendship. And you, because of life experience, the enemies tried to steal that. Um, from you and those giftings that you carry and I feel like the Lord is bringing restoration to those giftings and to your heart In this season, and I just feel like he's saying let him minister to you I just see you just asking the Lord to come. I see the Holy Spirit falling on you I see him giving you like surgery all throughout your body And you just waking up and you're just totally refreshed and you're ready to go Because you're somebody who's going to gather people you're somebody who's not afraid You don't have the fear of man. And when you walk into a room, the Lord leads you to talk to somebody. And you have that boldness to share. And I just feel like He's proud of you. Anybody else? All right. Amen. So at this time, we'll have the, you guys can go, you ladies can go down. And we'll have the three sisters come on down for a a song. in the middle
3: of the mic. Yeah. Carolyn wanted to say something. <laughs> Come on down, Billy. Okay. <laughs>
4: Good morning, everyone. Good morning. And I know that everyone that knows me knows that I'm a woman of few words. But <laughs> but my spirit god touched me this weekend and he told me if I get an opportunity to speak at Cairo's this morning to speak so this song that we're going to sing is brought up our heritage heritage ever since we was little and we was been singing it in church every Black History Month. Mm -hmm. So we're going to sing two little verses to let you know that we haven't forgotten it. And if anybody else knows the words, please stand up and join in.
3: I just wanted to say before we start singing that we're a congregation of all. And it will be an honor to us to have everybody to stand and help us to sing we shall overcome. So if you know that song, come on now. Joining all of us together over all these years, haven't we overcome? Yes. So I think it'll be p- appropriate this morning just to sing a couple of verses of it, okay? We shall overcome.
5: So just bear with me for a minute. I just feel in my spirit there's something more going on here. So just kind of open your mind to what the Lord is saying. I'm trying to figure out how it all how it's all going together. <clears throat> but when David got up and was sharing he felt some people were experiencing disappointment or whatever. That's what kind of started it. And it has been a really difficult year, I feel like, for a lot of people. It has been for me. Um, But there's a grace here. and an excitement here, and I want to try to tie that all together, so... just want to pray quietly. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Thank you for your grace. So I'm just gonna give a little testimony and see where that goes. So this year's been really difficult for me um, with work and with everything going on. I haven't been here as much as I would like to. At the beginning of the year, I remember our principal at school said um, to write a word that um, you want to remember or help you get through the year. And for whatever reason, I wrote the word grace. I think God knew that I needed grace to walk through This difficult year. And the thing with grace and, you know, David was sharing about disappointment, you know, when things don't turn out the way that you think they should or problems happen in your marriage or your relationships or work or whatever, things don't happen the way that you think they should. Sometimes we think that God has left us or is disappointed with us or punishing us or whatever it might, might be. But the difference is is his grace that helps carry us through. And it doesn't mean that he's disappointed. It doesn't mean that he has left us. His grace is what carries us through. And I just feel that there is an anointing here. We all come from different places, but whatever it is that we're struggling with this year, um, whatever that could be, I feel that there is a grace here that God is bringing us through, and the key to it is praise. And like our sisters and our brother came and sang about overcoming, I feel like that opened up even more of God's grace to pour upon us to get us through and to to, um, receive that grace to walk us through. We will overcome because of his grace. So I just want to pray with me. Pray with me. Father, I just thank you for your grace. I thank you for your goodness. I thank you that in spite of what we've walked through, that you are still the king. You are still God. You still have all the answers. That you make a way where there isn't a way. That you provide when we run out. That you are our peace when there's turmoil. That you are strength when we don't have any anymore. That you are the answer when we don't know what to do. I thank you, Lord, for this body of believers. That you are moving among us and through us into victory. I thank you, Lord, that you have caused us to overcome. I pray that you would fill us all, fill us all, Lord, with a spirit of praise. In spite of what we see, a spirit of praise, of praise, of praise, of praise of of who you are, praise of what you do, a praise for your victory in our lives and in those around us, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing here. In Jesus' name. Forgive me for not articulating that very well, but I just feel like God's doing something here. Might be something we're, we're coming into, but I'm just so excited. He's doing something here. Anything else, but (laughs) thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for singing that song. I love that. I love that.
6: I know we're not going to take a break. I assume that's okay with you. I won't preach long. Uh, but if you would believe it or not, uh, the Lord laid on my heart a word about overcoming this morning, and I want to make sure I get this out while we're still in this uh, mode that we're in, this grace that we're in. The Lord, as you see, is speaking to us not to allow discouragement to, to rob from us the blessing that he has for us for this year. See, overcoming is really about resting in Jesus, having his eyes and moving into the fullness of what he has and not allowing things to be stolen from us. Don't allow the seed that he has planted in your heart to be stolen by the weeds, by the birds or by the rocks. Don't allow that to happen. Come into the fullness. So I want to give you just a short word and then we'll break and you guys can pray for one another in fellowship and... Uh, Just uh, enjoy your Sunday, but I do want to give you a short word about the best structure for sustained breakthrough, which is generosity. Generosity is breakthrough. You'll see me here in just a second. Turn with me to the book of Romans, chapter 12. Bless your name, Lord. Let's begin in verse 9. We're going to read through the end of the chapter. Breakthrough. Keep in mind, breakthrough. It says, Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor one another uh, above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor, fervor, serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with God's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be uh, conceited. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, it is mine to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary... If your enemy's hungry, take him out to lunch. If he's thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you're going to heat burning coals or you're going to put the blessings of the Lord on them which will hit their heart. Verse 21, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. So all of these situations here, you're like, dear Lord, if I live like that, I'd live just like Jesus. Yes, yes. But the reality of it is is we have to find where we are at this moment and hear the Lord specifically for this moment to begin to walk forward and come into the overcoming. Overcoming is hindered in our life, breakthrough is hindered in our life when the devil can come in and steal from you your joy, your peace, your kindness, your goodness. He is steal from you the fruit of the Spirit one way or another. And it's being able to see what he is doing And come against it and stop it in its tracks and get your eyes on Jesus. The very first thing you must do to break through is you have to have a word from the Lord. What has the Lord told you? You can't have breakthrough if you don't see something greater than what you are right now. What has the Lord told you? Do you remember... What the Lord has told you, or has the enemy already battled you enough that it's it's been stolen from you, and you can't even remember the good things the Lord has said? What is the good thing the Lord has said to you? Is it written down anywhere where it's visible for you? Do you think about it more than the one time five weeks ago when the Lord spoke it to you? What has the Lord said? Do you declare it in the morning? Hey, morning. Good morning. The Lord's given me another day. Amen, Alberta. The Lord, I've woke up. Bless the Lord this morning, and I declare this is what the Lord says: You have to have a word of the Lord. Number two, and I would have had a lot of points for here, but I'm just going to get to the meat of this. Number two is you have to have proper, healthy boundaries. You've got to be able to walk this out. You've got to be able to receive love and you've got to be able to give love because there's things in your life that are hindering you from walking in what the Lord has declared over you. That doesn't make the Lord what he has said null and void. It just means that you're going to have to learn to walk in what he has declared over you and that's going to create opportunities for growth and change in your life. If the Lord declared you're going to break through financially, then you can expect at times to be hit with financial issues that are going to try to steal from you the belief that the Lord said to you you're going to break through financially. And Because if, if it steals from you, then you will not press in and go, okay, Lord, what do I need to do to walk in and carry and be able to receive and give out of the financial blessing you have for me? What do I need to do to learn, to walk in what you've said? See, the enemy comes in and he tries to steal it. This will never happen so that you give up and so that you don't press in and you don't say what change needs to happen. You just stay in the status quo. And then you just stay there. And then the enemy comes in and says, Oh, look, God said he was going to deliver you, but nothing's happened. And you go, Yeah, God's not faithful. but I have been listening to the enemy and I have forgotten what the Lord has declared me. So hear the Lord, get used to those healthy boundaries, walk in them, make the change, make the decisions, put away old frames of thought. Now if you don't know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about healthy boundaries, just get with someone wise and sit down and begin to talk about your problems and then shut up and let them talk to you. I mean, really have ears to listen. And they'll say, well, what I'm hearing is X, Y, and Z. Well, that's not me. Well, then you're not really wanting the boundaries to come in. I'm not saying you subject yourself to anybody, but subject yourself to people who you trust, who can speak something different into your life. Diversify your thinking to get out of the rut. Hear Jesus. Hear the wisdom of it. The third thing is you have to press in and encourage yourself. As you are walking through this, you're going to have to encourage yourself. If your expectation is that someone else is going to pick you up and carry you across the finish line, you know, Jesus will, don't get me wrong, Jesus will. But if your eyes are never on him, and you're expecting some other person here to come alongside you and to carry you across the likelihood is that you are going to have to learn to edify and build up yourself. You're going to have to pray in tongues. You're going to have to, as David said, why are you downcast, O my soul? Put your trust in God. You're going to have to get in your prayer closet and spend the hour in your prayer closet till you break through into the presence of the Lord. Stop relying on someone else to get you into the presence of the Lord. Get yourself into the presence of the Lord. Maybe I'm preaching too hard for you this morning. You know? If we have breakthrough in our individual lives, then we can begin to bring breakthrough around us. But we're not going to bring any breakthrough around us if we're not walking in any breakthrough in our own lives. When you have a word from the Lord... You know what that's referred to in every other sphere of the word? It's called leading. Leadership. Leadership is having a vision that is beyond where you are now. You are natural leaders in Christ Jesus. You are called to expand his kingdom. Go you therefore into all the world and expand his kingdom. Therefore, you must have a vision from the Lord of where He wants you to go and what He wants you to do there so that you can believe in Him to carry it out and plug into it and walk forward in it. That begins with for yourself, Lord, what are you saying to me now? I'm going to be a leader to myself and then I'm going to be a leader to others. You catching that correlation? Sometimes we want to be a leader to our... You've ran into people who are leaders Leaders, they have positions to others, but they're not a leader to themselves. And it's just a bunch of empty words. And it's like, okay, we're just pushing buttons and filling boxes. We're not doing anything. We're not going anywhere because there really is no real vision. It's like anything. If I don't have a word from the Lord for myself, there is no way I can get up here and preach to you a word that's for you that's going to do anything. If our worship team doesn't get into the, wor- the presence of the Lord themselves and worship, they're never going to lead us into worship. Our hospitality team, if they're not hospitable in their own lives, it's going to be doggone hard for them to come in here and be hospitable to everybody else. It's getting that and beginning to lead. In the same way having healthy ba- boundaries for yourself in your own individual life, you learn the ability to delegate. You know, without healthy boundaries, we're just tossed to and fro by every will of everyone else. And that generally shows that I don't believe in myself. I, don't, I can't receive the love of the Father. I have an issue where I don't believe I'm worthy, so I let someone else dictate my worthiness. Jesus says, I love you. Jesus says, I like you. I enjoy you. I enjoy you. I like spending time with you. Generally, in my heart, as your pastor, I feel the heart of Jesus for you individually. And I love you. I mean, I just feel, and I don't know it's Jesus because it's not natural, you know. I can be at peace. I can run into someone who has been in the church and has left and I haven't seen them in five years and I just have this burden of love for them that I'm like, God, I can't carry this. It hurts too much. This is how much the Lord loves you. And when you can receive his love, In your own life, you have proper boundaries so you can walk out what the Lord's told you to do and then as a leader, you can begin to declare others and tell them and then you can begin to delegate and healthily have boundaries for other people and call them into carrying where the Lord has called us to be. Learning to delegate to yourself, having healthy boundaries, leads you into being able to healthily delegate to others. See, delegation isn't just, hey, this is what needs to be done. You go do this, you go do this. Delegation is a sharing of the vision and the heart and allowing them to walk it out in the way that they see fit. See, Jesus delegated his church and his kingdom to all of you. And you walk it out completely differently than I would have or that Daniel would have. Julie, you would walk it out differently than I would. But Jesus has delegated his heart to you. Walk it out. The last thing, again, in your own life, you have the word of the Lord. You have healthy boundaries. You're delegating to yourself in a healthy way. You're set up to receive from the love from the Father and walk it out. In the third and final way is pressing on and encouraging yourself. We call this in the world, we call this management. You help others to get their jobs done. To walk it out. You help them to learn to be self-motivated to complete their jobs. To complete their task. So if you are, cannot manage yourself, if you need to grow in that, I'm not saying it's an on or an off, it's generally a growing into you, the Lord is going to lead you through a season to manage yourself as he leads you into leadership so that you are able to manage others. Management is not, you do this, you do that, you do this. That is not management. Management is coming alongside and helping them be successful. Helping them navigate the ins and outs of life or the job. That's what management is. You've got to know where you're going. You've got to know how to delegate. Trust and give it out to other people and then come alongside them and help them be successful. In the same way, Jesus wants you to know where you're going so that you have the breakthrough. He is delegating his love, his power, his grace, his mercy. Whatever you need, he has delegated it to you and you are receiving it. And He is managing you by coming alongside with His Holy Spirit, which will never leave you nor forsake you, and pointing out and saying, Okay, yeah, 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 you fell down. You picked up too much there. Okay, lay that down. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't ask you to do that, did I? No. Okay, okay. Then you need to do this over here. Focus on what I... You know how the Lord does with you. You want breakthrough? Keep moving forward. Jesus hasn't given up. On what He told you, He has not given up. So don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. We will overcome one day. That is keeping your eyes on the prize of what he has declared over you, over your community, over your family, over your life, over the nation, over the nations the Lord has assigned to you. Whatever that is. What has Jesus said? Okay, Jesus, carry it out. I had a flashback this morning in prayer. And I'm getting ready to end here give you guys enough time to talk Uh, stupid movie I think I might have saw it in in Russian I don't remember Forrest Gump you know dumb dumb movie but there's a point in it where the um, right yeah Um, the one actor who in the show had lost his legs and he was mad at God and he's up in a shrimp boat and he gets out in the middle of a hurricane and he climbs up to the loft at the top of the boat and he's like yelling at God you know Give me all you got type stuff. Well, I have that picture in my mind today, and I realized in the midst of the storm, I will either curse God, or I will say, okay, Satan, throw at me all you want, but I am going to trust Jesus. I am in a boat in the middle of a hurricane in the ocean, and this boat ain't sinking. Because I have my eyes on Jesus, and I may be rocking back and forth. And I may be, come on, give me all you got because Jesus is with me. I don't care. I've got my eyes on Jesus. This, this, this thing rose up within me during prayer this morning. That's the way you got to be. You want to overcome? You got to overcome first inside before you overcome outside. Get with Jesus and get the overcoming and keep getting the overcoming and maintain it. Fight, 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 fight. Because Jesus is for you. Let me pray over you. Uh, before I do, uh, I probably should apologize. When when I am get excited, uh, sometimes I get loud. And so if I was praying too loud this morning, uh, or it's okay, just... Uh, just know that I don't even know it. I was always loud as a kid, and I've really worked on being quieter because I was always loud as a kid. So if I was too loud, I apologize. We're going to pray now. Father, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you never leave us nor forsake us. Jesus, that you overcame and that you're seated at the right hand of the Father with every principality and power put underneath your feet. And you said in Ephesians 2 that we're seated right next to you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father, for that, that we overcame in you. So, Father, I pray, Lord, for today where each of us individually are in all of the different areas that we walk in, Lord. Remind us of what you have spoken over us, Lord. Remind us, Lord, so that we can write it down and begin to declare, Jesus, this is what you've said. Help us, Lord. Meet us in our weakness, Father, to have the healthy boundaries. Break off the things that hinder us, the lies that keep us from walking in what you have for us, Lord. Keep us from being able to receive and trust in what you have said. And Lord, I pray, Father, that you would put a fresh fire within us that as we face these situations and we see what the enemy's doing, that you would put that fresh fire to press in and get a, grab a hold of you, Lord Jesus. Press in and know that you have the victory to speak the things to ourselves that we need to hear, Lord Jesus. Like, oh soul, why are you so downcast? Why are you so discouraged? Get your trust in Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. I thank you, Father, for it. Jesus... That what you said you're faithful to do. So Jesus, I hold on to you. Complete your work. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you and be encouraged. Was that communion? Yep. Why don't you just go ahead and gather around each other and and take communion together because I'm toast. God bless you.